to the 10x experience this is caesar and legacy and we're coming at you from miami high in the sky beautiful view the weather's good we're excited to have another episode episode six yep. with you and our guest tonight uh we're excited she's actually the first female that we have on yeah. the show not the last one but the first mm-hmm. right we've had some good uh buddies that have come already to the show yeah. prior to her but we're excited because this is the first female yeah, so yeah and it's her first time in the united states like in america in america like like first ever, time first time ever so that's pretty exciting when yeah. did she get here yesterday right she got here yesterday so her first day in america and she's in a podcast the 10x experience podcast she's on the podcast bro so i can't wait to hear her story we'll let her introduce herself and give us a glimpse of what life is like for her as a young woman entrepreneur and tell her your story basically welcome hey guys my name is sabrina and i am 30 years old I arrived yesterday to Miami and I was already so excited to come yesterday. <laughs> nice, nice. So what yeah. was your first glimpse of Miami when you first landed, when you first, was it nighttime when you when you flew in? No, afternoon. Afternoon? But I was really preparing like such a long time for coming here and I spent most of the time looking for bikinis and this kind of things and so ready to go to the beach and this kind of things and then I arrived yesterday and it seemed so cold and <laughs> I couldn't find myself in this weather and time zone and so far away from home and then Legacy told me don't worry it will not stay like this the weather is everyday different yes. tomorrow it's gonna be a hot day so I thought mm-hmm. <laughs> I see that and you see how that so, happened today yeah I went a little bit upset to my bed and I thought what I'm going to do with myself here all the time with all these uh, summer dresses and then I woke up today and the sun was so uh, so high and so strong and I thought my god this guy I don't know him yet but he's so honest <laughs> yeah. and so real yeah I mean so, we were we were uh, when we first got here it, it was actually uh, humid, humid. so we were like mm-hmm. really is it I know it's tropical and everything, but it's the winter time and we got humidity and yeah. And so we were kind of like, wow, it's just going to be humid the whole time. The next day, or rain that night, Uh it was nice fresh rain Mm -hmm. and then it got cleared up the next day and it was sun and then clouds and fog and we get it all already. Every kind of weather. So so it's it's pretty pretty, uh, exciting to... You know, be in a place where you've never been like before, and for yeah. you, for your first time in America, like that's crazy. Like all by myself. <laughs> yeah, by yourself. How yeah, many miles did you exciting. travel? Oh, I wouldn't know because we don't measure anything in miles. Oh, that's know? right. Yeah, also, yeah. We were talking about that. Oh, so that is new. For okay, me. So, so you're measuring them by like, kilometers. Yeah, like ten thousand kilometers. Wow, so. that's far. That sounds yeah. far. That's like about <laughs> 4,500 miles. Wow. Wow. So what got you to say, you know what? I'm going to Miami. I'm going to 10X. Um, I need this for my business. Tell us a little bit about, you know, more where you're from and your business. How you, how did you get that started? Uh, I come, uh, um, I come from Poland. Actually, my grandparents are coming from Greece. During the uh, during the war in Greece, they escaped to Germany. Mm-hmm. My uh, father was born in Germany, born, raised, and he stayed his life in Germany. 
Uh, I was also born in Germany and I spent there my first years of life. Doing business in Poland, my father uh, met my mother and she went with him to Germany where we lived my first years. And after a few years, my mother escaped back to Poland. Why? Because uh, 30 years uh, ago, it wasn't easy time for Polish people in Germany. So we were illegal, Uh, illegally there. Yeah. And then, uh, then and we can relate, and some of the listeners can relate with that situ- situation. Yeah. It right? is very difficult to be somewhere without being able to go to work, without having insurance, being pregnant, having a small oh, wow. child. You have no help from anyone. So, mm. so we went back to get my mother and me, and then uh, uh, we went back to Poland for the first years together, and then. Uh, my mother uh, met a guy and then they decided together this will not work mm-hmm. uh, and then I was left alone actually so I was uh, adopted as a uh, child as a teenager actually uh, later on wow. yeah okay and then I stayed with the second family until I got 18 and mm-hmm. then you get 18 in Poland and you have to uh, manage yourself it's however you, yes exactly you no, do, exactly nobody cares about what will you do with yourself you just go and find your way so i was in the middle school and i was born in the summer so the problem was i was uh, in the last year of middle school waiting for the final exams and it was uh, i got 18 in july and i had still a few months to go so that was difficult because if i would leave the country then i wouldn't even have that diploma so nothing wow. yeah. so and uh, the friends the parents of my girlfriend from school they asked me if i want to stay there a few months until i can finish school so i did then in may i uh, passed my last exams i finished uh, high sc- high school And then I decided to go because uh, I had nowhere to stay in Poland. And, you know, if you only finish high school, you have no work, you have no experience. Opportunities are very seldom. No, there are no opportunities. You have to really move to the bigger city. And then to be able to rent there and pay for everything is not possible. And my dream was really to get somewhere. And uh, Poland, by chance, just joined European Union. Mm -hmm. And then I thought, oh my God, this is a sign. Because I could go anywhere I wanted and I could work legally and I could have a job and place to sleep. So it was really, it was all together by uh, coincidence, I don't know, luck that I decided to uh, emigrate to Holland. So exactly. How how do you like Holland? Uh, you know, Holland is a small country or of very big opportunities. Wow. They really treat uh, uh, immigrants very well. We have the same rights, we have the same chances, we can do whatever. You can really do whatever you like. So okay. I was 18 and a half and I went all by myself to Holland. I spoke wow. no, no language, no other languages. Yeah. So I thought, okay, they took me an agency, a job agency. Now I work myself at job agency. So then mm-hmm. through internet, I found a work uh, in Holland. And so I arrived in Amsterdam. Oh wow! So nice. and I went. Is that as fun as people say? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. It nice. really is. Amsterdam is really an unforgettable experience, wow. and, and it, there's a really big difference if you go to visit Amsterdam or if you go to live there. You experience the city totally different way, and it's really some place that you don't want to miss. So, so I arrived at eighteen and a half in Amsterdam, 
with no with no one no connection couldn't speak to anyone no foreign language nothing and so i ended up at central station in a hotel as a housekeeper right. and i worked there three years you know 18 and a half you earn only four euro per hour so it was very difficult to survive so i had an evening job too so two jobs to be able to survive and in the weekend i went to the school to learn english it took wow. me three years to be able to start studying in Holland. And yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I. Well, did, you picked it up very well. Yes, yeah. really. Three years later, I started at a, a university in Amsterdam to my first direction of study. So it took me time to learn uh, the language there, of course, and also to prepare for exams to be able to start university because it is not so that you came from your country with your papers. They don't mean nothing. Yeah. So even though we have uh, been to the high school, you have to pass exams to show that you really can study. So after that, I started studying in Amsterdam and I was so proud of myself. That yeah, that's amazing. You know, because, you know, I hear so often from people, oh, I oh, oh, I also wanted to study, but my parents never could afford it. And now yeah. I think I hear it so often, you know, yeah. people oh my who, God, yeah. so often it, my parents couldn't, my parents couldn't help me or we right. were from a poor family. I had nothing and no one ne- ever in and the world. Yes, because I went to the country the one day when they help you because you can enroll to a program of international, you know, these kind of things, and you get yes. a subsidy, you get help from the country, so you are able to study. Right. And I thought, you know, if I have the chance, it would be crazy to not... Because, you know, the problem is with immigrants that they, they have dreams, mm-hmm. and they arrive to a country, and then they, they start a basic job, and with that basic job, they earn enough for decent living. Right. That's the problem, and they get so they, they get, get so comfortable with that, because in my country you can finish university, you can finish second university, you can, you have low application, you start work, and you still can't earn enough yeah. to have yeah. a normal living. Mm-hmm. So, and in Holland it is so: you start basic job, the worst job ever, and you earn enough to go back to your country and play a queen. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. To show around, to have stuff, to have things. And that's super relatable to us because mm-hmm. we see that happening in Mexico, right? Mm-hmm. If somebody works in the United States, they can go back to Mexico and it seems like, wow, they, they have it all, right? And they get comfortable. And, mm-hmm. and I've been in that situation myself. And it is a comforting uh, deal, right? Because yeah. you're making enough to get by. You know, you don't have to go out and make exactly. more. It's comfortable to just mm-hmm. get home from work and, and relax. So from hearing your story, and obviously uh, you come from a way more tough and rougher background than, than I think either yeah. one of us come. Like the, the way you were brought up, the way you were so independent at such a young age, uh, that's, it's just unbelievable. So that mentality really was just like there since you didn't ask for it. it basically, your life dictated for you to be independent, for you to fight for more and yeah, don't just settle. It takes right. a lot, yeah. It takes a lot, and the things that you have been able to accomplish are awesome. Like it's, it's awesome, you know, hearing that, hearing everything that you had to go through because none of that was easy, you know. Like you were saying, you hear it all the time. They're saying, "Oh, my parents couldn't help me," or you had no help. 
Yeah. Um, and it's just a matter of making right, decisions. Right, speak the language. Yeah, you know? yeah. So many things that you could have used as excuses, you decided not to even have them come up. I didn't have uh, contact with my parents for many years. Uh, they went both their own ways, of course, and I went my own way. And then last year on my birthday, I got 30 and my father called me. And I think that I, I heard really the most beautiful compliment ever because he told me, Sabrina, you wouldn't believe me, but... You are the only one person in my life who never asked me for help. Mm. And wow. he told he was also really a good person who really allowed the others to use him. And that's why also he, he suffered a lot in life because people who have maybe too good a heart or are too naive, they are, they don't have it easy. So he told right. me, you are the only one who really did it all on his own. And wow. you know, it is really great thing to hear. Yeah, actually, yeah absolutely. And what was the turning point for, for you in your life when you decided to say, you know what, entrepreneurship, business, this is what I'm going to start doing. At what point did that kick in? I started studying in Amsterdam, and a few months later, I, I stopped feeling um, good. So I had some uh, complications, and I I didn't do anything about it because I thought, uh, what would that be? I was so busy because I was studying and working. Actually, the four years of my study, I, I studied full time day mm -hmm. day studies, and I worked full time at night. Okay. So because I still had to survive, yes. uh, even even studying. So I started to feel bad, and I didn't put attention to that uh, too long. And after a few months, uh, uh, I discovered uh, by accident actually that I had, a, how do you say, brain tumor. Oh wow! Wow. Okay. Uh, so they checked what happened and how did it grow, and uh, it was a longer story. And then I allowed this to uh, to get uh, removed, <laughs> and I was sick for a longer period. And at that period, I thought, oh my God, if I'm in a foreign country, if I die here nobody in the world will know nobody will know because I had no one so I thought if I will really finish at this moment I have no one to inform about that and at that point I thought uh, I have to change it I have to change it not uh, by chasing people who never had attention or time or love for me but uh, I want to change I want to influence and I want to because I really had that uh, um, willingness to fight in life I thought with that strength I can do more than what I did so I thought okay I will get over all this uh, I will take care of myself I will finish my studies and I will look for something with which I can really influence the world wow. so, so I got better I finished my university I moved from Amsterdam to Rotterdam for uh, some other reasons so I made a switch and I finished my school uh, in time, even though I was sick during that. And I had a wonderful experience during my studies because I went for eight months to Costa Rica. Oh, how so, was that like? Did you enjoy that trip? I enjoyed that a lot because, you know, I went to Costa Rica and uh, I was thinking, my God, where I come, where I came from mm -hmm. and where, what I see now and what I can do now. You Travel know? the world. Yeah. Yes, it was for me really a big experience. I thought, how, how I can be here, you know, a girl from such a small city with no perspective. Uh, so, I, hey, let me stop you right. So you went course. from no opportunity to nobody in your life to nobody to give you any handouts. Exactly. To traveling the world 
yeah. by the age of before 30. Yes, 25, yes. yes. Wow. At 25, I was in the middle of my studies. I went for internship to Dubai, also eight months. Eight months at Costa Rica. So what I want to say is that Holland is really giving you a lots of opportunities. Wow. You can, you know, if you want, you can really conquer the world. So yeah. I took all the chances during my studies. I learned the languages that I needed. Mm. I visited places. I I had a lot of jobs. I was a PA. I traveled the world. So at the moment that I I finished, I was really ready to pick it all up and to really yeah. go and achieve something. So my ex- studying experience was wonderful and then before I uh, before I finished my studies I had already a lot of job offers so um, and I chose to uh, start a job agency why because uh, because job agency even though maybe many people don't have a lot of respect for that uh, a job agency was something that really changed my entire life I had no place to go and with that job abroad I got a chance to come to Holland and survive and yeah. settle there so I thought it will be a function it will be a job in which I can give other people chance mm-hmm. right. so it really appeared to me as a great value mm-hmm. and kind of that like is paying it forward to what exactly, it was provided for exactly. you so you know it is something it is really a mission for me, I feel really like a, then a girl on a mission and now as a woman on a mission. Wow, that's awesome. wow. That's awesome. Yeah. And you, you have an incredible story. And, and I think from all our guests, you know, you definitely have painted a picture of your story, of your struggle. Yeah. Uh, yeah better was, than anybody else. Yeah, like you can like visualize, you know, the struggles that you've been through to get to the point where you're at now. I mean, and you're, you're in the United States. You're in your first day in Miami. You got a killer view, which you're going to check out here in just a second. But, you know, like I said, we just got to know you. Like, we just are literally getting to meet you. Um, but we already learned a lot yeah. from that conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, big time. And, I, and, I, and I'm 100% honest with that. And so... What can we do? We're, we're, we're from Arizona. We're from a long way too, right? But we're in the United States. And whatever we can do to contribute to your success, to your network, and whatever we can do, uh, and maybe in some of the uh, Hispanic and Latin countries, mm-hmm. you know, uh, yeah, where, yeah, where Spanish is the first language. Costa Rica is an awesome place. I've been there too. And um, so, you know, whatever we can do to contribute mm-hmm. to, to your movement, uh, maybe spend a little bit more on that. Like, what are you doing nowadays as yeah. far as, uh, you know? Or how, how, how did you come up? Like, when did you come across Grant? Um, you know, throughout your whole mm-hmm. mission and stuff, how did, how did Grant's appearance to you change? So, the job that I started after my studying, mm-hmm. my studies, I continue until now, only I have a totally different role. Uh, last month, I became a director. Oh, so, congratulations uh, on that. Thank you. I'm very proud of it that I'm already uh, sitting at the board of directors wow. uh, at my age as a woman, as, uh, as a female, and as a foreigner. Yeah. So I think that really, uh, that's really something what feels really good. And uh, this year, I, I purchased my own shares in this company oh so, wow yeah. so i really want this company to become uh, my own company. company yes now exactly company. literally so, yeah. so i went through all the uh, uh, the, the years that i work there now i went to all different functions until the top top uh, function and now in the future i want to change this company to really uh, to be uh, to to express what I want to express with my norm and values 
and uh, to help people around the world now it is in Holland in Poland in in Europe actually mm-hmm. but uh, I learned last time that there is no uh, distance anymore you know with the possibilities of internet oh, yeah. and yeah. then digital technology there is Absolutely. no distance there are no differences anymore so actually mm-hmm. you can really help people across the globe mm-hmm. so uh, I'm working now uh, on my own uh, mark on my own, on my self branding and that's how I came across with Grant because uh, uh, I work at this company now and I want for sure to stay there but I wanted people uh, I am for sure 10x and I'm for sure TNS which is my company but we all don't have to forget that we are for the first for sure we are ourselves yeah so yeah. I don't want to be associated only with the company yeah. I want to build an image of someone who is really there to help people out to help to change their lives because uh, you know when you are looking at the at the perspective from the perspective of job agencies at this moment and the clients at this moment they all want to see your CV you have to comply with all the requirements you have to have a good profile your CV has to match with the, what the client wants I still look different at that. Yeah. I still look at the person who is motivated I still look at the families that are behind the person I look at their motivation, their needs, and I still, you know, I have a lot of people complaining, a lot of people dissatisfied, uh, expecting something else from Holland, disliking the weather or whatever, that are attacking, you know, but still there are days that people are so thankful that they are crying, sending letters and things like that. And, 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 and that overweighs any ex- of the it negativity. It overweighs everything, <laughs> of right. course. Make so it to be able, you know, because I'm very operational, there are a lot of people, there are a lot of stories, there are a lot of problems uh, every mm-hmm. day. But I thought to myself, Sabrina, this is your job and I'm so into that job. But I don't want to forget the rest of the world because if you're stuck only in what you do every day, you will not go very far, very quick so I thought okay I have to make some I have to divide I have to share my time uh, in what I do now for people now and what I want to do for the people in the future so I have to manage my time for my own self-development and building my own brand and uh, a true friend, I have a friend who work in, um, also in recruitment, he is my external company. Okay. He's the one who is really developing different concepts. He's really uh, much further than I am in mm-hmm. self-development. He Branding told me, yes, exactly. Okay. And then I saw which gurus he, and management gurus he, he's following. And then I yeah. thought, okay, this one is interesting. That was interesting. So I started to read the, the first books and then I got really into that. And now I see that we all do our job and we do it at our best, but still we don't have to limit ourselves to today only and to business of today. Right. We have to really look much further than that to be able to have come further. Vision. Yes, vision. exactly, have a vision because being busy only doesn't mean yet that you are effective. So helping people, for sure, I still do it every day, but I also look for a different concept, different tourists who help me to um, to understand things better, to be able to speed up. Great. And, wow. you know, maybe the most important is that you really have to look for, for the people who explain you the things with which you struggle yourself, because I really see uh, you have that, uh, you have that uh, uh, how do you say, that uh, sentence you are your only limit right right. yeah that that's right but you know uh, we have we carry so many limits inside yeah it is so exactly so it is so uh, important to find out what is limiting you yourself and get around people 
an association. Exactly. And, you know, do you have a name for your brand already in the, in the movement, or are you still working on that? Or you I still, still work, work on that. Okay. I work now okay. for a company, and I don't have my own brand yet. Now mm -hmm. I'm working only under, under my own name. Yeah, because he, yeah. he has a brand. Um, his brand is Sellshark. Mm -hmm. um, and then kind of like elaborating on what you were saying because mm -hmm. he does his work and stuff but he has his image and what he works with me I have limitless that's what this mm -hmm. stands for and it means to have no limits limits don't apply um, and work based off of that you know my actions and everything they, they're they're based off of that you know mm -hmm. that's the personality that we that we offer you know it's so, like an I alter understand. ego yeah. yeah and it's your brand at the same time mm -hmm. and if it can be monetized because there's content, services, sales, uh, trainings, uh -huh. modules, mm -hmm. whatever it is that you can monetize off of. That's where those ideas elaborate from, but you really got to identify with that uh, brand and, and recognize it yourself better than anybody else. Yeah. And you're in the process of doing that, basically, from what we hear. I think that for the future, it would be nice if any of you would have time to speak with me about uh, what I do and what I believe in, what are my norms and values, and maybe together we can come to a picture because maybe I'm too fresh yet or not uh, far enough to see that one word that would... Uh, describe me yeah, mm -hmm. yeah because you really have to go back to the uh, inside actually to find to that find one, it absolutely to define yeah. yourself and we'll be yeah. we'll be more than happy to help and have those conversations with you and, and I'm sure you're gonna meet a lot of great people over this weekend uh, mm -hmm. you're gonna make some great contacts right so uh, my advice is just enjoy your time out here first off you're in Miami it's a great place mm -hmm. you're in the United States for the first time that's right. that's amazing again if uh, uh, throw your whole story and then I keep remembering it's our first day in, yeah. in the States, right? right. So you're going to have an incredible weekend. Mm -hmm. We're going to, you know, be, be uh, rolling together to like after parties yeah, and we'll different things. In, so we'll, we'll definitely keep in the right. loop and we'll network together and get the best experience out of the 10X event this weekend. And uh, what, what, are you more, what are you the most excited about for this weekend in 10X? Yeah, I think that uh, uh, all the people who are coming with their stories there that I will hear because uh, uh, they say stars are born on events and I really believe that you can really hear that one sentence that will change your life, that will open your mind and that you will suddenly figure it all out <laughs> or maybe I will find my own identity and yeah. I will yeah. or I will see someone that I will really feel good about, yeah, hear that and then, and then I will maybe then I will get ready, I will get matured. You hit it in the head. It's it's about finding your identity and or refining your identity. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, because yeah. sometimes you feel you already have a good glimpse of what your identity is, mm -hmm. and then it gets refined. Yeah, yeah. Know? And then so showing up to these events. That that's the that's the key. That's what these events do, and especially an event like 10x. Yeah. Is there a particular speaker that you're most excited about? Yeah, Ty Lopez. Ty Lopez. Okay. Yeah. So so you want to hear what he has to say live, yes, and I'm sure he's exactly. going to come with some he great content. He was the last year, and I thought that would be pity if he's not coming anymore and then they announced that he's the speaker this year and I thought so oh, you're like okay so we gotta go <laughs> yeah anyways <laughs> yeah, yes yeah. yes and maybe at last I want to say something about the group because the question the main question remains what does the next uh, change in my life or what does it mean for me yeah um, I think that uh, the next is something that uh, uh, or what Grant says is it is something that I really experienced in my life because whatever level I uh, um, uh, whatever level I achieve, 
Mm-hmm. I still want more and my perspective is constantly changing uh, depending on the level that I just achieved. So I, I can't find that peace ever that, okay, I'm done. Mm, yeah. No, it's n- it's never. You arrive right. at some point and then you still Another want more. Level. And I have to say, uh, I had uh, last half year when I joined the group, I had... Uh, a lot of uh, situations because my work situation changed and the, the uh, how do you say what I do now it is uh, really challenging and I had a lot of moments that I thought can I do that and is it not I have a lot of uh, thoughts sometimes is it not too fast that don't, don't I go too fast right. and I hear it all the time Sabrina you want too much you want yeah. too much and then and then I think, fuck that, you know, yeah, I want yeah. 10x, I want more, more, more. And when I hear now, somebody's telling me that, you know, before I was doubting. Yes, exactly. I let people affect me. Yeah. And now it's gone. It's not anymore. And, and I heard somewhere that, uh, you know, people will not understand what we want and where we go because they are not part of that. Right. So why do we even ex- why do we even ask them about advice or why do we listen yeah, to that? Serious. Yeah, absolutely. You surround yourself with people like us or yes. people like ten Xers and stuff. Yeah. Anything that you have to say, they're gonna be like, oh my god, you know, go exactly, for it, do it. Yeah. exactly. So you're sitting with Cell Shark and Limitless. Yeah. There's no like, oh man, you're you're trying too hard. Like, yeah. no, 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 yeah, no. <laughs> we're we're not trying hard enough. Yeah. Right. right you know somebody told me at work uh, Sabrina uh, you don't take good care of yourself you work too much and these kind of things and then I, I saw somewhere a mem or how, how is it called from Grant and he said uh, if you know what day it is you, it means you don't work hard enough yeah. you know? yeah. <laughs> and then yeah. I think okay yeah. it is still the right direction yeah because last time I checked that was Tuesday that means I'm not working <laughs> hard enough you know? you know and being in that group of 10x ambassadors it helps you to uh, to be with people who are really the same direction as you are and it is painful sometimes that they are all mostly so far away from you right. but you see that that internet makes it all possible you can video call a bit to other yeah. you can well, like do everything yes exactly yeah exactly so it and makes you can carry really that like concept out there you know yes. and then people yeah and it's just a, a pain it forward yeah. scenario you, you know, know it is uh, until now maybe this is one of the biggest changes i felt very lonely I felt lonely in my ideas. I felt lonely in what I want and where I do I go. And I felt so. Mis- nobody could understand me. Right. People can follow me, and that's why they think that we are strange. Hmm. So being alone in a big community, going very fast in different direction, that everybody, you know, I there was something like if you don't feel that it's right you just go left you know so I go left all the time yeah. totally alone right. and then sometimes you start doub- doubting is it okay do I do it right and people yeah. look strange at you because you do everything together different, yeah. <laughs> different and at once right. and I, st- I try to convince it will all fall into place because mm-hmm. I have such a courage and such a, a motivation to do it all but still you feel alone and then you start feeling strange yeah. and now being the part of the group you see that people are doing thing the same as yeah. the way as you do and they don't find it strange anymore you get different connections come around the people yes. that don't find it strange anymore yes yeah. exactly yeah. then you are a part of something and maybe you look at your whole life for a place or people that you want to be part of mm-hmm. and actually it should not be your uh, uh, it should 
not be your destiny to try to fit somewhere and also I didn't do that but mm. f- suddenly I fell into place and that feels fantastic yeah yeah so, and it must be fantastic now that you know you're just a few days away from the yes, tennis experience exactly uh, you couldn't be networking with with the better guy legacy over here i know you guys have been uh, uh keeping in contact as far as setting up the podcast and everything so right. i'm glad you guys were able to figure that out and like we mentioned we got a lot of good things planned ahead for the week mm-hmm. and the weekend and the after parties and all that so we're gonna leave 10x with the 10x mentality and we want to touch back a few you know maybe weeks or months down the road and just to see what 10x post 10x has been looking like because mm-hmm. it's one thing to be in a in a stadium with 30,000 entrepreneurs all right. yelling and excited right but once we leave and that type of synergy and motivation is gone how we keep that same spirit Right. Long past the and 10x. Maybe it would be a good idea if you are the ones who want to come back, you know, and follow up things. Maybe it would be good uh, if you keep all the recordings and check on the people from podcasts from this year. Absolutely. Uh, and, and that's the plan. And so then we're, we're we going to schedule how that. Far have we, uh, have we come? Yeah. And then the next superstar is going to be born at 10x. And we're going to yeah. be talking about how we were on the podcast with them and all that. And kind then of we stuff, are already you know? those millionaires. And then <laughs> we will still go back to the people who are. Just beginning. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's nice, the whole concept. Yeah? It's the we whole have concept. The start of something. There you go. So uh, I hope you enjoy your time on the 10x experience. Uh, we can do this again anytime. It was a Wonderful. privilege to have you on on the podcast today. Uh, Legacy, any final words you would like to add? Um, just mind blown. You know, it was a really <laughs> great you know, podcast. It was an amazing story, and and I'm excited to see what your future looks like. Absolutely. So wrapping up the show again, it was, this was our sixth episode. Tell your friends, tell your family, anybody that's looking to make something out of nothing. People that come from the struggle. I was a kid that didn't have nothing but a gold bracelet that my godfather gave me. And I'd look at that gold bracelet and say, one day I'm going to be somebody. I don't have, even when I didn't have a dollar, uh, that was something that a gift that he gave to me that always kept me shining and at least in my head and it's carried me out through my years so we want to help and provide other people that same experience that same network so please connect to our podcast subscribe and share it with people that are chasing their dreams because it could be a lonely place out there but here we are for you check it out high in the sky miami 10x experience